0: extra points is presented for the people by caesar's sportsbook you bet you get with caesar's rewards you must be 21 or older
1: welcome to extra points now here's your host cousin sal and his good good pals dave damashek and martin weiss Welcome to the Extra Points Podcast,
0: part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. We're already having fun. Cousin Sal here on a Thursday morning. Yeah, joining me. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Eddie Spaghetti, he's out. I don't know. He had some kind of surgical procedure to get a tuna removed from the top of his uh, scalp. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers out to Spaghetti right there. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Thursday, Thursday night football. Lots going on. You ready for the week? I saw Martin combing his hair, uh, Shaq, and that's how he does it. That's how you go 30, 13 and one through a couple of weeks. Got to get the right comb. Got to get the right hair, and it all falls into place. He's so our, he's our then version. Another the thing sh- I might help
2: he- is not get. Go ahead, Marty. You shouldn't cut your own hair, too, Sal. While we're on the, the topic of hair, you I shouldn't cut on. your own. I, you should go uh, to the barbershop. I know. Oh, I got But you. we know one person who does. Yeah. I say. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to <laughs> say
3: muzzle tub on the uh, new Fox Sports radio gig. Retracted. Marty Weiss is uh, the Chicago Bears of, of extra points. He's two and one. <laughs> Do we
0: think that's going to hold up? No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, <laughs> Martin is dominating. Like I said, 30, 13 you know and one. Go ahead, Martin.
2: I'm just saying. We heard that week one. We heard it week two. Now we're hearing it week three. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, just, just try to finish above five long season. There. I was also I was self conscious about the hair
0: comment because I got my hair cut yesterday, and I don't know, but uh, well, it's all right. You're Let's in Brooklyn
2: not, with, with you know, your cousin. You can yeah. tell it's a definitely professional job. It is professional. Yes,
1: Chef, you're ahead, uh,
3: you're out there with uh, your cousin has a late night TV show. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. And you're out there in mm-hmm. Brooklyn talking to David Letterman and so on. Did you
0: meet him, by the way? Oh. Uh, I didn't. Everyone's so freaky about going into his dress room and saying hi afterwards. And so I, I'm respectful. Our, our agent, ba- James Baby Doll Dixon, does not have the, the same, uh, <laughs> doesn't care, goes in there. Letterman put on a great show. Uh, <laughs> Baby Doll stormed in there Babydoll
3: and introduced himself. In.
0: Oh my God. And Letterman <laughs> shook him off, like pretend he's met him 20 times and it shook him off like he didn't remember who it was. He did a masterful job. But it is fun out here. I need to pace myself better. I had some great pizza yesterday, Lucali's. Now I don't I don't like to brag, but this is I think my wife said the number one time my whatever limited fame I had came uh in, in handy here. We go this Lucali's um gets a great score by any pizza raider. All right. And we go and it opens at five. I said, we got to go right after the show because we had something else. Oh. Okay. No, 5 p.m. Okay. So okay. it's not even a lunch spot. So I got to go. But all our nights are tied up. So we had this event. I'm like, we have to stop there anyway. We go there. The Nets have it on. The, the the Brooklyn Nets haven't rented out. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. So I can't get in there. So all of a sudden I'm on an app trying to get to the next best pizza place within walking distance. And the guy, this guy recognizes me, uh, director of player personnel. He's like, please sit with us. Eat. The locale. I noticed that the owner has the same last name as me, so we talk for a half hour. It's the greatest thin pizza shack you'll ever have. It's well, I, I don't want to say like matzah, but maybe two matzahs on top of each other, hmm. and it just comes out great. And and the Nets leave. I don't even uh, stick my fat head up to see Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons and, and Kyrie Irving, but they were all there. Beyonce walks in alone. What? She had a she had a bodyguard. Just Beyonce and the bodyguard. My wife's like, yeah, that's Beyonce. The chef's like, all right, I got to go. I got to go make more pizza. That's that's What a crazy thing. A, a funny life. overlap. Yeah.
3: I was once in New Orleans in a restaurant, and it was empty when we got there right at 5 o'clock. And we're sitting yeah. in there, and we're like, of all the place, and places, an empty place, this can't be good in New Orleans. By 6 o'clock, the place was jam-packed. Jay-Z and Beyonce came in there too. Wow. Weird. When we they take road trips, eat. we have so they much in common. Food. I love that yeah. Letterman, I, I, the, the Letterman thing is the greatest. I don't think it's a secret that uh, Kimmel grew up loving Letterman. I think a lot of us
0: did. Um, I, I, I imagine. Fire, Dave. I, think, I thought that was his best appearance. I don't know if you've seen that, but he was sharp as a, a tack. Really he was great. really
3: good. He was really, it's really a cool thing that Jimmy, it's yeah. worth noting Um, or to me, I think it's a a, a cool note in history that Jimmy Kimmel once sat in the audience Mm -hmm. at the Letterman show while David Letterman interviewed Jay Leno three in the same place, a decade, two decades, at least before at least two of those guys had late night shows of their own. Pretty cool.
0: Does that, that fit into your tow truck, towing another tow truck thing a little bit, a little bit. What do you call that? Do you have a name for that? I mean, you got a name that you have to brand that yourself and then have people send you. I, think I know be, people already send you pictures of that. Yeah, it's a. it's like the tugboat
2: is tugging a tugboat. I'm what pretty it, sure there might be a name for that when a tugboat has to tow another tugboat. Yeah. Is that it? Same That's concept, just in water. Oh, I see. No, I'm, there, see. I'm saying there is a name for it because I remember being a child. Gotcha. and There's, the, happen and, and
3: there's a picture of Tom Brady. A little Tom Brady, I think, shaking hands with Joe Montana in Candlestick. Uh, I think maybe I'm making that up, but I'm pretty sure that they met when Brady was a little kid. And Mario Lemieux once went and sat behind the bench of the Canadians when Guy LaFleur was introduced and he stood up and waved. Lemieux obviously exceeded the greatness of the legend Guy LaFleur. Uh, Let's talk about Those are fun.
0: All right, let's talk football. Let's talk our contest. They're up, they're live. Uh, you have the pick'em contest, you get a nice gold cap for a hundred bucks. You get sorry, the hundred bucks is a pick'em contest. The prop quiz gets you the gold cap. I don't even know why anyone would join. Martin is dominating, not just this uh staff, but the whole the free world. Like I said, 30, 13, and one. But go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. Get it started now. Thursday night, Miami at Cincinnati three-and-a-half-point favorite the Bengals are, despite the fact that they're wearing the all-white check. Mm-hmm. You're okay with it? Yeah. Last I heard, you were okay with it, except for what the opposition is going to be wearing. It's it's going to be an eyesore, you think. Right. That's my concern.
3: It's So the visiting team, the Dolphins, I, I assume, I, I haven't heard this, but I assume they're not going to wear all-white. Obviously, they're going to wear their aqua. But white helmet, white pants, then all-white on the uh-huh. other team. It's going to be too much white on the field, is my, is my complaint. But... I, I don't mm-hmm. want to get crazy about it. It'll look cool. Um, what we have to determine now as we transition from September football into October is um, uh-huh. everything in right now as we're trying to define what's going to go on. Is it a banana or is it a Twinkie? A Twinkie will last forever. A banana won't last till next week. Same thing with Ooh. a lot of the way these football teams are going right now. Some of them will prove durable and still be relevant come Christmas and New Year's. Others like the Chicago Bears, as a for instance, I think are about to go away. And Marty Weiss dominating the to. picks.
0: Oh, wow. All right, well, let's get Martin's yeah. pick first because that seems to be the only one that matters here. Martin, three and a half, 48 and a half. There's weird stuff going on. The footage of the Dolphins practice linked. What did they practice at University of Cincinnati <laughs> or something? And now it's all over yeah. the Internet. I'm not sure that matters. It doesn't matter towards the spread because this has remained
2: at three and a half. But what are you going with so if uh, if if the listeners extra points took my advice on Tuesday, uh-huh. I already got the Bengals uh, at t- at minus two. So for today's play, I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and take the under here, okay? Because uh, I mean it's it's uh, 47 is a pretty high number, um 47 and a half, 48 47 and is a half, also a key I think number I saw on Caesar's last, oh, okay. Yep. All right, so the, even better then, because when I was looking at it before, it was 47 and a half. So if you get over that 47, that's key. Um, the Dolphins' offense, they, I mean, if you think about it, they 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 didn't really move the ball too well against Buffalo. That was more of the story of Buffalo's offense not being able to score Miami's defense. And when you uh, they had that big offensive explosion, that was more of a Baltimore falling apart. And the Bengals can't block anybody up front. So I think they'll win. But I think it'll be a lower scoring game, hmm. um, and I think, the, I, and I, like I said, I like the Bengals at two. If it gets to four and a half, I might take the Dolphins to try to meet in the middle. But my official take is the uh, uh, under under right, under and seven
0: and three on. Pro- first of all, they're doing well all year across the board, but in primetime games, seven and three. Um, I like it. Uh, well, Sheck, let me hear you first. I'm all over the map on this game because I, I have a theory, a, a general theory on this particular Thursday night game, but go ahead. Let's hmm, hear your. Interesting. I'm
3: looking forward to the theory. In the meantime, <laughs> I
0: really, really, really want to take the
3: Dolphins, but I don't know exactly what uh, the availability of Jalen Waddle's is going to be, even if he suits up. I don't know um, how close to 100% he is. That's not a small matter. What I do like about the Dolphins that I haven't heard much buzz about is the emergence of Raheem Mostert in the offense. He gives them some bang that they otherwise wouldn't have. I think that's a you know, I, I consider them to be like, ah, this fancy pants, but ultimately soft bunch that won't be relevant when football gets more serious and chillier temps. But maybe he does elevate that offense a little bit um to grind you out in the fourth quarter. In this game, though, we saw Mostert too and everybody else out there taking way too many snaps in that heat. I think this skews Bengals. So I'm gonna go Bengals here. Now, if you if under normal normal circumstances, I would go Bungles. I mean, I would go Dolphins here. But like I say, the quick turnaround from a game that everybody's crying about, like, what, I thought it was too cold up north, but now it's too hot for football games. I'll go right. with the Bengals here either way.
0: Well, they weren't. I was thinking about that, too. But didn't they only have like 39 offensive snaps versus uh, 90 for the Bills, the the yeah. Dolphins did? I, I'm, I'm they, right. They're going to be you, gassed is what yeah. my
3: point. The defense will be gassed, All right? right. Defenses. Yeah.
0: What What do you do about Tua? Is he you know with the concussion, the league all over them? Whether they treated this correctly with the concussion, is he on special watch? Is he on a uh, is he on a short leash? Do we see Teddy Bridgewater if there's some weirdness early on? You brought up those other injuries. Waddle. Their secondary is not great. I think they're third worst in yard passing yards allowed. All this said, the thing I'm focused on is that Bengals offensive line. Now the Jets are 26th in the league in sacks and still put Burrow down twice and had a bunch of pressures. Like he he did his uh, called his own number a few times and got out of trouble. I think the, the Dolphins will do better in that department, which is why I'm taking them. Plus three and a half, mm. but I, I think Shaq and Martin. This is the one of the weird Thursday night games. My real bet is take both teams minus nine and a half. Remember, I did this with the yes. NBA. Yes, oh and predictable. Here out. it is. I think somebody doesn't show up here. I'll officially take the Dolphins, but Dolphins minus nine and a half plus four sixty four. Bengals minus nine and a half plus one seventy eight. Um, there you go. That's I love my pick. it. Weird. Yeah, I think that's great. I Something hope it's weird. the dawn of a new
3: trend for us to follow the rest of the way here, because that is an in- interesting one that paid out big time for Cousin Sal and right. all who tailed him in uh, in basketball season.
0: Well, you know, I don't know if you know Harry. I mean, uh, <laughs> I the do, guy yeah. is a mental <laughs> Yes, but he has the opposite with the Joe Buck, Troy Aikman games. He thinks... That the league fixes games. Now he get when I ask him, "What do you specifically mean?" <laughs> they fix games to make them close on the Buck Aikman. He's like, "I don't know. I can't answer that. I haven't thought that through." But notice that they're all close. Well, they weren't all close. The Vikings Eagles weren't close. The Cowboys Giants was not a good game. As much as we want to talk about it, no, it, uh, it wasn't a good game. game. And you'd have to compare the scores to every other score. He's out of his mind. First of all, hmm. but do you, do you uh, Martin? What do you think of that theory in general?
2: No, I, it's, it's uh, really, I'm just pissed bad, off because it's all around bad. And it, it's one of those, it reminds me of the conspiracy theory. Of course, the NBA wanted LeBron in Cleveland. Why would they want LeBron in Cleveland? Why would they not want him in L.A. or New York? If if, if, if Monday night primetime games are fixed, or mm-hmm. if primetime games are fixed in general, then how is it that we've seen Mitchell Trubisky? We've seen Jacoby Brissett. We've seen uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Cooper Daniel Jones. Like I mean, right. all of these games. Like we're not. They are clearly not trying to put the the best matchup. Because we be looking at yeah. the Bills. Yeah. Right. Geno Smith. There you go. Like we will be, we will be looking at uh, the bills and, uh, and the Ravens on well, Sunday yeah. night. If this was, or you know, on a primetime game, I if they were really doing him. like the NBA does.
0: And I try to tell him, I was like, why would they give him Geno Smith? He's like, yes, but given Geno Smith, look how close that game was. That game sucked too, but uh, it, it was close. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he needs some time off, Sheck. Where do you get these friends from? I'm I
2: think he sure. needs to
3: stop uh, going in there and boosting James Madison's flute and playing it. People get very upset about him. Well, wait, that wasn't Harry. Right? <laughs> yes. No, that
2: wasn't was
0: <laughs> somebody else. Somebody else altogether. Yeah, all right, I listen, heard about that. Though. I want to talk about Caesars real quick. All right, listen, whatever you're betting, teasers over, under, do it through Caesars because they have all the names. Caesar himself, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now yours truly. Yes, Against All Odds, is now a proud member of the Caesars empire. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars. Up to $1,250 if you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CZRFULL, and go full Caesars, This season, oh, you must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit CONNEXONTARIO.CA or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247-Tennessee. Call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a quick break, (laughs) and then we will talk about the Sunday Slate.
1: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: All right, guys. Vikings at Saints. Oh, Martin. At Saints, technically. Wasted home game in London. Two and a half point spread. The Vikings are favored. It's in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I don't know if we take the bait here. I mean, they are absolutely begging you to take the Vikings here. Again, home game, sure. Technically for New Orleans, Winston not practicing, a back injury, Martin a back injury, and you have a 14-hour plane ride. What what could be worse? There're not many worse injuries than that, you know, for an if a quarterback's iffy status. Um, Then a back before a long plane ride. He's kind of practicing. I don't know. Same with Michael Thomas on these other side. Dalvin cook as a partially separated shoulder. I'm going Vikings here to slightly less banged up. And we could hear Jameis isn't starting at uh, 5 a.m. Sunday on the West coast. 28, 19. I'm
2: taking the Vikings. Martin. Hmm. Sorry. No, I mean, look. I wish it was, the, I wish it could be different, but I too will be going with the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, I, I mean, you know, I, it, it hurts me to say, you know, I, I am a true fan. I'm mm-hmm. like Dave, but I do bet with my brain. I'm, daily, I'm not going to bet against, no, I'll bet I think it's Kansas wrong. Saints. I think it's right morally now,
3: wrong to do. If you care about your team, why would you, well, why would you lay money? The world, the money, what do we, have? money makes the world go round. So you're going to use yours to bet against your team? Shame the devil. Huh.
2: I would no, like think my is to, you on to try this. make more money.
0: Hensh's counter to this is you can't follow your money. You're picking you're picking fantasy players in the division that your team plays. Technically, you're betting against them in that way, or if you just even steer clear of bet picking players in the division, you're you're bound to go head to head and and you're damn for sure rooting for Tyree Hill to score. If you're the Dolphins against the Steelers, sounds Sorry,
3: like a big Jack. rationalization to me. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, Marty. So you're going <laughs> to get guess-
2: outside of the fact that well, well, because here's the thing, Dave. Like I said at the start of the season, I'm majorly I, I like I love the Saints roster outside of two major spots, and it's the coach and the quarterback. Well, mm-hmm. the quarterback's got a broken back, and we're only in week four, and through four weeks. Mm-hmm. The coach and the coaching has, is, is, I think we have missed Sean Payton quite a bit down there in New Orleans, especially when you look at the team probably should be 0-4 right now. They lucked out against Atlanta. They're going to lose to Minnesota. And on top of all of that, just betting numbers like your boy Harry, London favorites 18 3 and 1 in games that did not involve the Jaguars. It's so unbelievable. Weird. And f- that's 18 up. 3 and 1 straight up. And 15 and 7 against up. the Straight up. Fifteen and seven against the spread. Yeah, I saw yep. that too. I jumped on that too.
0: That is a, a spectacular stat. Check, am I overstating this whole thing with the flying with the back injury, or does everybody have like a JetBlue Mint thing where they could? lay No, maybe bed, you're right about that. <laughs> I, I I just
3: straight up like the Vikings more than I like the Saints to this point, so I'm with you guys on uh, on taking Minnesota there. Um, but Mar- there there's sixteen there's sixteen games every every weekend. You could take any of the other games. You could actually lay real dollars on any other game. You don't have to involve yourself oh. in in betting against your own team. You have to make a pick uh-huh. here. You don't have to lay actual loot on it. I mean, the loot. Sal's on right, your side. Dave. Hench is like on I your said, side. Everybody's like on your years, side. And,
2: like I've said in years past, there's no cap in my rap. If you hear me saying, <laughs> I took that team, I'm going to put my bread on it too. You know why? I'm a man of honor and a man like of that. distinction and a winner. Dave, that's what I am. That's respect. I give him, I give him and respect, also, And
3: also, you're a little bit of a Lions fan too. Let's Let's – Acknowledge that part of, of why <laughs> you can be go against, against the Yeah. Shaq, are <laughs> right. you taking the Vikings? I say yes. I'm taking the Vikes for sure in this.
0: Okay. One. Yes. Jameis right, and so Michael
3: I'll- Thomas. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh,
3: I'll take Minnesota.
0: Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Uh, and you got a healthy Kamara fumbling. Like, I'm not sure he's back Uh, back snuffy. All right. Jacksonville mm-hmm. at Philly. Wow. This is a fun one. Six and a half is uh, the number of Philly's favorite at home. Doug Peterson against his old team. Right. Uh, revenge. Help me. Help me remember this. Right? Hmm. Is this the same year he takes Hurts out week seventeen at halftime or somewhere in the game? Right, screwing the Giants from making the playoffs completely, but then gets fired in the off se- That was the same season, right? That's wasn't that the yes. sequence? Mm-hmm. That was it.
2: Okay, I'm almost positive. All and right. then he took a year off and then went to Jacksonville. All right. Uh,
0: I like what Jack. Right. I like what Jacksonville is doing. I like what their defense is doing, especially but I'm going Philly here. One of the few mm. 3-0 against the spread teams. Jacksonville has to figure out they're really just weird on the road. 1-18 straight up in their past 19 road games. 24-16. Give me the Eagles check. What do you like?
3: I don't care about uh, the way back machine where the Jags are concerned for obvious reasons here. They're a completely different team with Peterson and what they have. It's not Trevor Lawrence uh, turning it around. It's the defensive front seven that is the major difference there. Well, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is making a difference, too. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Philly has a practical advantage against almost everybody they they play because of their offensive line. Not true here against
0: the Jags. Give me the Jags plus six and a half. Okay. You know, I think we do have to be careful about saying th- their defense is for real this year because you could say that about everyone. I don't know why unders are right. coming in left and right. That it has to even out, but uh, maybe you're right about Jacksonville. Maybe and I said it too, but um, we we do say that for about 25 teams. Martin, what are you going with?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Philly as well. Um, in instant part, I just need Jacksonville to show me a little bit more. Even though I I, I get it, back to back games, over 20 point wins, um. I'm uh, the the jump that they would have made, they had to make for them to be on this trajectory from uh-huh. where they were last year is is it's Josh Allen from year one to wherever he is now like this it, it would have to be you know amazing uh-huh. so I'm just gonna fade it one more time against a team that I think is one of the best in the NFC. Hey All Sal, right? so as far have, as that yeah, goes, yeah.
3: when wh- you mentioned with the defense and and you know defense is dominating with very few exceptions, um, uh, yeah. are you noticing? that um that the bookmakers are that it, it feels to me like the game totals are way down um if you look through them i mean like yeah, they've adjusted 38, a little bit 42 yeah.
0: you see a lot of those out there that's not typical is it in pro football well, i mean they're hitting it. the unders are hitting at 63 64 so anyone who's following that when they're filling out their pools and everything else are, are going with the unders so yeah they have to they have to adjust a little. So, yeah, I think in some cases it's been two or three points, especially like in Green Bay games and Tampa Bay games mm-hmm. where you expect a, a major offensive output from the Rodgers and even like the Mahomes and the and the Bradys of the world. Yeah, those those numbers are suffering big time. Well, I don't know about suffering, but they're going down. Um, I'm looking, is this three or two games in a row where the Eagles were shut out in the second half? That is one thing to keep an eye on. They, they seem to... Get on you early, and then that's that. I know that against the Lions, they didn't do anything in the second half, and against
2: um, the Commanders as well. So, but anyway, I, I they see the scored. Same thing I think until uh, week three, I think they had 48 total points, and 24 of them had come in the second quarter. So, second they quarter. do a lot of their. Yeah, well, they do a ton of their scoring in the second quarter.
0: Well, they had 24 in the second quarter against the Commanders. Yeah, so that's uh so yeah, that's, what that, I, that's, that's what that's up, was up there. Me. Yeah. Uh, also, right, if the check, Eagles wear the their games.
3: turquoise paint, I mean, if the Jags wear. <laughs> The Jags wear their turquoise pants against the Eagles green. That will be a candidate for worst uniform matchup, um, not just of the week, but of the season. But also Jacks v. Philly requires me to point out that if the Miles-Jack uh, fumble recovery and Ooh. should have been touchdown in New England a couple of years ago had counted, actually mm-hmm. 2017, yeah. way back now, right. um, you would have had the Jags v. Eagles in the Super Bowl. And Chris uh-huh. Long doesn't like hearing about it, but the Jags might have won that game. Think about how different history would be with Blake Bortles as your Super Bowl champion. And then I don't know what happens after that. They then they, they, Blake Bortles is still the quarterback in Jacksonville is one of the things that comes out of that.
0: Well, you know, nothing requires you to bring these things up. I know you True. said requires you, but you could uh, I mean, like, Martin, Martin, were you going to go back? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to refill that space. I mean, who? Was anyone going to say
3: nah, anything more?
2: I wasn't thinking at all <laughs> about the I wasn't thinking at all about the AFC. You're championship. proving no. you're proving <laughs> my point. So, Marty ago.
3: and you weren't going to do it. So who was if not me? Oh, you see, it be
0: you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shaq. Let's I'll let you talk here. Steelers three and a half point favorite against the Jets. It's a return to Zach Wilson. Trubisky. I, I would think at this point he needs a win to keep the job, but I don't know. I don't know how firm. Uh, Coach Tomlin is going to stand here. Um, three and a half. I think it's low. I say 23-17. The three and out rates for both teams. You talk about an under here. It really seems like an under. Um, 33% three and out for the Steelers. The only team worse is the Bears, 35%. But I think their defense is going to be tough enough on Zach Wilson, their return matchup. What do you like?
3: Do you? I, don't, I Listen, this is one of three fishy
0: lines out there. You've not taken them this year yet, right? Have you gone against them all three times? Um, I think I did take. I believe I did, I,
3: I did. take them v. Cleveland as a matter of fact. Uh, last you Thursday did? night, yeah, all I right. think I did. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm almost positive I did. Yeah, um, Face would
0: remember. He's all over this. Yeah.
3: Go um, <laughs> I'm gonna take the Steelers here at home. I mean. This has to happen already or what are we talking there? <laughs> but it is a very scary spot. The assumption that this is a get right <laughs> game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a, this is a scary
0: spot. What are you going to tell you? Because everybody has a, this is a scary be, spot.
3: Because go through social media, listen to shows, whatever. There's nobody taking the Jets in this game. That spooks me. Zach Wilson serves as a wild card, right? We haven't yeah. seen we've barely seen him in a y- since last uh-huh. autumn. I don't know what he's going to do. Garrett will I mean they have pass catchers they have playmakers there everybody's just assuming this is a rollover I've been saying it for five or six weeks now be on the lookout for this if the Steelers offense sputters do not be surprised if the second half starts with number eight under center not Uh number 10 at some point Tomlin's gonna flip that switch and go with the rookie I wouldn't be surprised I can't keep
0: track of the numbers is that Blake Bortles 10
3: I okay I don't remember no yeah So Trubisky would sit down, Pickett would would jump in and Pittsburgh would go wild. I think that's not a small matter, too, that you want to throw the kid in there with great support. He goes out onto the field to play hero against the Jets. Everybody rallies before they have to go Mm -hmm. off to Buffalo. You don't want to put the kid in there in that spot at Buffalo for his first run.
2: Right. All right. Okay, Walker. so I'm just I'm just trying to, to make sure where it would be a good spot to put him in. So seven minutes in the first quarter last week wasn't halftime this week, but starting next week, no go because that's – okay. Just wanted to double – I wanted to see where the <laughs> the, uh, the picket path to starting was at with you, Dave. You said nobody's taking the Jets. Well, I'm somebody. Oh, I'm taking the uh, Jets. Good. Yeah. I like somebody doing it. Well – It's just the Steelers. I mean, I get that the Jets the what three-point favorite, two-point favorite, like it's like kind of been floating around in there. But I think the Jets should win this game. Although Zach Wilson is almost assuredly going to throw an interception, but Uh I'm going on the Steelers without TJ Watt. They don't win without TJ Watt. They just don't. If you like zero and eight, zero and nine, like they don't win without TJ Watt. Mm. So even they may keep this one close, but I'm going to keep riding that one until they show me different. I wonder if the play is Steelers first half here,
0: minus like a point and a half or two points. Um, with Zach Wilson, it should take him a minute to get, you know, right situated with TJ Watt or not. And Trubisky has to be playing like he's playing for his job, right? So that would lean, maybe get a little value in just that first half of the game. All right, I'm saying 23. 17 uh given the points, taking the points in Indy. I like Tennessee the over actually also. though. Jets Steelers uh give me you the do. over in that one. Yeah. Good luck taking an over anywhere. All right. But I'm, I'm taking the points in Indy, Tennessee, Tennessee on the road, getting three and a half. Jonathan Taylor, this was interesting. Missed practice for the first time in his career, like high school, college pro, Um, a weird thing. Point of pride for him to make practice. Missed it. Colt showed me a little something. Last week, but let's be honest, that offense, as is the case with most teams, is poor. But worse, if you're in the 32nd in expected points added, those are EPAs, per drive. Derrick Henry back on track and not only rushing the ball, 5 for 58 receiving. Sorry, Megan Galley, nineteen seventeen. I am going Tennessee. Martin, what do you like?
2: This is one I was, was going back and forth on. I really didn't have a strong side. I think both of these teams are severely underachieved. Uh-huh. Um throughout the beginning of this season. This I'm really kind of going back to what I thought at the start of la- at the start of the year. Uh the I'm gonna go ahead and take the Colts. They're laying three after uh-huh. only only winning one game. So I feel like maybe the odds makers are planning on be like looking at the, what they thought the expectations were at the start of the year as well. Um with Tennessee kind of being down and the Colts almost being one of the favorites to or up there towards favorites to win the division. I'm gonna go with Indy. I figure, obviously, Kansas City gave it away last week, but Tennessee hasn't shown me the ability to score the ball. Huh. Neither has Indy, so I, 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 I yeah, I'm just going with the Colts. All Jonathan right. Taylor got a day off at practice, maybe. I guess that's one way to look at it.
0: Check. I have, you know, I end up doing research, obviously, on all these games, but I also, when I look at it immediately, I look at spreads, and I have an internal clock. If within like 15 seconds. I don't have a reason to think that the favorite is going to win by a lot or favorite. they like, if I'm still iffy on the game, I'm going to take the underdog. If it's mm. three, three and a half, that's kind of what I did here. What do you like? I,
3: I can't mount much of an argument against you because Vrabel and company have done a great job against the Colts over the last couple of years. And that's usually a trend that you can point to. I like the Colts uh-huh. here. Both the Titans and Colts had to have last week. The Colts were in a tougher spot, obviously against the chiefs, both, uh, Both survived another week here. You know, I tepidly am going to roll with the Colts here. It it wouldn't be a stunner to see the Titans do it. Um, But to Marty's point, I'm getting into the August machine, going back to there and where I was on this a month ago. The Colts are the superior team. Ergo, give me Indy at home.
0: Well, that's another good point. So where do we... This is... um about where, and I think, Martin, you would said this with uh, which team earlier we did. You're like, I want to see one more out of Jacksonville, right? So we have our August predictions. Yeah. yeah, and then around week three, week four is where we say goodbye to some of the more ridiculous ones. I'll get to one in a second. Uh, Sheck, Baltimore at Buffalo. Sorry, Buffalo at Baltimore. Buffalo is the favorite, three-point favorite. You pointed out earlier in the week, one of these two is going to have two losses through four weeks. Interesting. The winning quarterback, I will say, is going to be the MVP favorite. I can mm-hmm. almost guarantee it whoever comes out of this. Uh, listen, one thing we're not hearing about, I know Lamar's been great. 10 touchdowns, right? Two touchdowns, rushing 10 passing Ravens have allowed 68 points in the last two weeks. Now to a team again, against a team now with the bills who, uh, you know, the defensive offensive coordinators throwing fits. They're mad. They get angry when they lose not that the Ravens don't. Um, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis. It's going to work this time. 30, 23 bill score a lot. I'm taking Buffalo minus three.
3: Hmm. I'm going to go with the Ravens here. Mm -hmm. This is a,
0: this to me is the game that
3: should be on Sunday night football. I would accept, by the way, the Jags and Eagles. If we could just magically snap our fingers every week and decide what it would be, this would be the best game to watch here. This is, you know, Uh we talk about the different ways to skin the cat in pro football in in, in 2022. This is a prime example of that, the way Josh Allen's Bills do it versus Lamar Jackson, who's doing it almost all by himself. Not as much celebration as there's been for number eight. Not still enough without Ronnie Stanley in there. J.K. Dobbins still getting up to speed. And as you say, Sal, the defense has not been good at all. And that was an assumption that I that I made, that it would be much better this season. Still, uh-huh. Lamar Jackson is so distinctive to try and handle for one week that <coughs> I, I don't think the Bills are primed to do it, especially after they just uh, were down in Miami and, I, you know, does it matter or not? All we heard about was, oh, it's too hot. It was too hot for the Bills. Well, or
0: then this should impact them the following week. Well, yeah, what's weird was we heard about how their secondary is banged up too, right? Micah Hyde, boy, they, right. They, they, these guys are out, but the Dolphins didn't completely. Yep. That, that, was, that was such a weird game. They didn't even have that many plays, the Dolphins. So I don't know. I don't even know how to look into that. But uh, all right, Martin, this, this premier game of the week, I no. think, even though it's not under
2: the lights. Yeah, no, the way that uh, the way to look at the Buffalo Miami game is that Buffalo just couldn't I mean they had multiple 13 play drives and yeah. with that ended with zero points. That's uh-huh. that's an anomaly in football and I think that's probably why you see Ken Dorsey uh you know freaking out. And it's part of the reason why I like Baltimore in this game. Um a, obviously I've been on the Lamar Jackson MVP train since that's a, that's a preseason take. I will stand, uh firmly plant my flag on still. But Buffalo with losing Hyde and Poyer cannot be understated in like the way that they play defense and Baltimore secondary has been absolutely atrocious. Mac Jones was moving the ball in them week one and got lucky with two yeah. tip ball deep, you know, that got, got lucky really. Um, uh, so I'm thinking that, uh, not week one, I'm sorry, last week rather. I'm gonna, I'm taking Baltimore. Uh, I like him on the money line, but I'm obviously going to take the points. Buffalo's offense, too, their offensive line injuries, especially to the center. There was a couple bad snaps in that Buffalo game that cost them actual points. At the end of the half, mm. and at the end of the— uh, it, Buffalo's injured, in a way, in some pretty key spots. So I'm going to go with Baltimore here, and hopefully they can show up on the half. If I'm right, right and I you
3: mentioned it, Sal, if I'm right that the Ravens win, then— you're never going to get a better shot at Lamar Jackson MVP odds. He's plus 700 right now. Right. Josh Allen remains inexplicably almost, except for uh confirmation bias that Josh Allen is plus 300. There's no reason he would still be the favorite. Um, if the Ravens win this one, Josh Allen drops Lamar Jackson, maybe takes the top spot unless Tua wins. I think so on Thursday night. So
0: I think unless it's uh, you know, uh, a lackluster performance, but they still win, which I don't think uh, we'll see out of Lamar Jackson. But yes, I think you're right. Um, Martin, you were on this at what, 20 to 1, 16 to 1? Um, so <laughs> 20 to 1. So 7 to 1 still seems high, but going to get much lower if you like the Ravens to win this game. On the other hand, how much lower could Josh Allen get if Buffalo wins? Is he really going to be plus 250? Week four, well, no, not a mm-hmm. quarter of the way through the schedule? All right, Washington at Dallas. I don't love this line. Uh, Here's where I read into the lines too much. It's three. I kind of think this should be four, four and a half. I think this Washington team is junk. Um, You know, just looking at the quarterbacks now, is Carson Wentz a good deal better than Cooper Rush? Is it even a point difference to the spread? I don't think so. I'm looking at one thing here. The Giants saw 24 pressures from the boys' defense. Wentz took nine sacks against the Eagles. He's taken 15 this year. This is an ugly, ugly under game that my team pulls out 19-12. Martin, where are you going?
2: Uh, at three and a half, uh, I take the, the the football team just because I, I, I don't trust Dallas' offense. I know everybody's in love with Cooper Rush. I think he's more sent. Like it went down to three though. Off. That's what's scared, weird about this, right? Three, yeah. All right. So then, if it's so, all right. So then, if it's a solid three. I'm still taking the football team. I mean, look, I bet against the Cowboys. They have they were what was what was it three against the Giants? Like the uh, Carson Wentz is better than Daniel Jones. He's and it, getting sacked nine times is on you, not your offensive line. And I'm not sold on the Dallas defense either. I've sold Micah <laughs> I'm sold on Michael Parsons. I'm sold on Michael Parsons. <laughs> they're in these games. All right. Did you not I mean, see Tank Lawrence no, okay, on but, Monday night? He wrecked all day he long. Yeah, in part because people are double teaming Michael. Once Michael Parsons is off the field, I need like I'm not positive that the Cowboys can still stop oh, stop. Offense is in the same way because he he is such an impact player. Though I mean, you see like guys like Lyle Collins jumping off sides just because Michael Parsons is lined up offside. Yeah. Of him. like I'm not saying that like he's rising that defense to a, an incredible level. And Trayvon Diggs is also obviously good, but I would like to see. More out of the Dallas defense before I'm going to go ahead <laughs> with Cooper rushing the backup quarterback. What the hell, what the hell are we doing? Me I mean, absolutely you, nothing. Marty, you
3: said it earlier about T.J. Watt the Steelers. Day, 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 You're right. Day, day. You're like this cognitive yes. dissonance that everybody expresses or a lot of people do, which is – well, I mean, you can't expect the Bengals to win without Joe Burrow in there, right? It's like, yeah, the same applies to defenses. Micah Parsons is perhaps the best defender in football right now. So if you take him off, yeah, the defense won't be as good. He is in there. As as long as he's healthy, I'm going to take the Cowboys to wreck against right. the Comets. Right.
2: And he had the flu last week. The, yeah, had the flu Monday night. Right, that was just Monday. It's Thursday now. Like I don't know how he's feeling today. Like he made, like he was on the sideline for several third downs against the Giants. That matters to me. I don't know. Go ahead though. Well, Mark, Mar- the handle roll. Burrow and, and
0: Brady, and I don't know. Daniel Jones is just the, the icing on the cake, really. But 24 pressures. I don't know how much more you need to see out of this. Still, you're going big uh, Cowboys route, huh, Shaq?
3: I don't know about route because I don't, you know, it's Cooper Rush under center, obviously. But I I mean, the fix for the commies that I have said for two months, put Sam Howell in already. Would you please? You know, Carson Wentz is broken. What are you doing? And Jer is even crazier. I don't understand. This is his own team that he's trying to gin up a controversy around. No, he shouldn't do that. Maybe. maybe, I don't know. Uh, Hey, (laughs) Maybe uh, Cooper's uh, putting some pressure. Why? Why would you do that, Jerry? Don't you want that he coming in that. and feeling happy and excited to be a part of a team that is still in contention and relevant in his
0: stead? Of course you do. Nothing really makes sense with him, especially when he's so as drunk as he is uh, doing these <laughs> interviews. But yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous about the three. I, I'd say under, uh, I don't know, go under in all these games, the way things are going. But uh, I don't think the Cowboys defense lets them down. All right, Denver at Vegas, two and a half. Look, I'm sticking. We talked about our preseason, you know, what, what were our paths? I'm going to stick with the Raiders. Uh, maybe not necessarily to win the AFC West. Like I had them at seven to one, which is now 20 to one, but this is, this is the kind of season you can maybe, you can maybe say this about a lot of teams, but the Raiders were, I would say three Derek Carr throws away from being three and O and not Hail Mary throws. Not right. Decent kind of in these games, every single game, what's going on, you know, Darren Waller, catch the ball, Darren Waller. Eventually, he's going to stop dropping passes. I know I'm down on the Broncos. I feel like they could easily, on the flip side, be 0 3. An absolute must win for Josh McDaniels. Uh, and I think he actually gets the coaching matchup he needs. Raiders pull it out 27 16. Sheck. I I'm know going, you're going Raiders too. You are? 20 years ago,
3: Sal uh, told me this, and it always bangs around in my head at times like this. When a team. When when there's two teams going against each other, but one absolutely has to have it and the other one doesn't, take the team that has to have it. The Raiders are in that spot. They lose that game and are down. You know, uh, yeah. You know, you assume obviously the Broncos would be three and one, so they would be several games mm-hmm. ahead with the plus because of the head to head win. If KC beats Tampa Bay, it's over for the Raiders in the division. They they got to get right. this one. I like the. I like the Broncos more than just about anybody this side of John Elway, though, this year. I th- they could also be 3-0, and Sal, to your point, could the Broncos. And that offense is going to get a tick better. Maybe it's not going to set the world on fire, but it doesn't have to because the defense is for real a mile high. All right. I'm going to take Vegas, though, this week.
0: I actually thought Martin, this would be three. I thought it'd be a solid three point bet. It's down to two and a half, and I don't know. I can, I, can you make a, the old three team a three point favorite if, if they're about even?
2: Which way you like? I think that's kind. Of, I think that's kind of what yeah. what you end up there. And plus, too, the Raiders have have been the recipient of like the, the Kyler Murray thing week two, where you just you know doing video game stuff. Ridiculous. Back. I, I, I'm taking the Raiders here as well. I don't like the Broncos whatsoever. If the, if Jimmy G had was just less of a spaz, they would have lost that game. Because it, I, you want to talk about somebody that needs to show something. That Broncos offense and Russell Wilson, if they don't get it together soon, then I, I don't know what the recourse will be. But. I think, yeah, Raiders need this game. Josh McDaniels, I was just killing him the other day, talking about he can't coach and can't do mm-hmm. this, can't do that. Well, Nathaniel Hackett probably shouldn't even be a coach, while Josh McDaniels at least has won Super Bowls and stuff as a main guy. Not head guy, but main guy. I'm going with the Raiders. I love the headlines.
3: Oh, I love to think about what the headlines are going to be on Monday. Imagine if Vegas loses this game. The Josh McDaniels thing will then become a major story that, like, man, this guy sure. – is a bum of a head coach. That will be the fallout there. If the Cards smoke the Carolina Panthers, I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Rule gets let go. Conversely, what if the Panthers dump the Cards and Kyler Murray? How do you continue to move forward with that mess in Arizona? There's some fascinating. Yeah. And then, like you, like like we talk about, one of the Bills or the Ravens are going to be 500 at the corridor poll. This is this is wild. Uh, these are wild storylines that are going to be true
0: on the other side of the weekend. Fun. Baby, baby face, what are you jumping in with here? What's this?
2: Oh, no, to Martin's point with Hackett, they didn't they hire him a game management coach? And yet it was uh-huh. still yeah, terrible. He, he hired him. Yeah, You know, and I wonder about that because to me it feels like it's hiring somebody to talk. Or to, like, to do research uh-huh. for me, right? Like, hey, yeah, I'll come on here and I'll do the show, but I'll look up stuff like the little London stat and see what, you know, guys, EPA and so on and so forth before I'm picking what team is going to win. I feel like that's the equivalent. I also feel like it's like your guy if- a hack at salary. I don't think the <laughs> team's <should have laughs> your oh, <yeah>. favorite, right? <laughs> It's like uh, you guys, it's, right? it's, it's, what is your job if it's not to know when to call timeout, yeah. know when to challenge plays? Like I, that isn't that the job description? Yeah,
0: he's hiring a coach to help him coach the
2: coach.
3: I never so did th- the math on this. I don't know why. As a, as somebody who loves obviously his Pittsburgh-based teams, uh, Nathaniel Hackett's father is Paul Hackett. I never made the connection. Paul Paul Hackett destroyed the Pitt football program. He is the one who put the final nails into that coffin Mm. that is just now being resurrected decades after the fact. So I guess it's no wonder that his son wouldn't uh, fall far from that tree.
2: That's right. Saboteur (laughs) runs in the family. Yeah.
0: All right. Casey at Tampa Bay. This is a Sunday night game. Yes. You guys both mentioned it should probably be Baltimore uh, Buffalo, but I guess they have to give CBS some love. I forget how the networks do it, but they, Everyone protects the game. Not that NBC is mad. They're stuck with this, although I imagine they thought both teams would be 3-0, and or at least we're hoping for that. And I imagine they thought it would be a classic Brady-Mahomes matchup, um, which maybe it could be, but it doesn't look like that's what it's going to be. Both teams are doing it on defense, um, both coming off a loss. Bucks, what have they allowed, 14-10-3? and three. And Kansas City's defense, right? they behind him only allowing 4.6 yards of play, which is uh fifth in the league. The chiefs own five against the spread in the last five road games against Tampa. I know you don't care about that check. Uh, it's also scary to see this Chris Jones thing. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, as much as they protect Brady now to think that he doesn't even have to touch Brady. He could just say something about one of Giselle's <laughs> outfits and it's, and it's 15 yards. Uh, but I think a lot of, um, A lot of emotion and a lot of rearranging schedules, even if they do play in Tampa with that storm coming through, uh, you know, prayers go out to everyone there. Uh, This might be played in Minneapolis, but either way, even if it isn't, it's a hectic, hectic week. I think Mahomes takes advantage of that. He hits Kelsey after a big drop last week. They get it back. Play all your Kelsey props over Chiefs 26-21. Shaq, what do you like?
3: Well, you know, you you touched on it. Everybody keeps talking about it. I keep pointing it out that it's, you know, uh, if you're wringing your hands in Chicago because Justin Fields isn't putting up points in Pittsburgh because Trubisky isn't, look around the league, everybody. Neither is Tom Brady or Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson Mm. or Patrick Uh Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is quietly struggling. The offense is quietly struggling. The defense is offsetting it a bit. That's not going to be the luxurious position they're in because the Bucs defense is perhaps the best in all of football. They're going to get Mahomes a little bit more Mm. than the KC defense is going to get Brady. Give me the Bucs as a home dog.
0: All right. If that counts as a dog.
3: It sounds like they're going to be in the Tampa St. Pete area for this one.
0: It seems like it's a pick em now, but yes, uh, certainly um, you would think Tampa Bay would be favored under uh, preseason Is that didn't move because of sure. the Minnesota thing? I It moved in Tampa's favor, so I don't know. It's a little weird what's going on here with this. I, I don't know. It's probably a stay away, hmm. but you can't. You can't, Martin. It's Sunday night. You're going to have to have money on it, right?
2: Yeah, I'm going with Mahomes, uh, especially after the way they lost last week. And the way that he got into it with the enemy walking off the field, mm. um, there's obviously—I mean, I don't think that there's any big type of uh, carryover from that. But it's obvious that you know Mahomes wants to put his foot to the pedal, or pedal to the floor, rather, and try to score as many points as possible. And I think, especially after the special teams gaps that they had last last week, they're going to be more aggressive. They're going to be going for it. The Buccaneers do probably have the best defense in football. Top to bottom, but I think Kansas City's offensive aggressiveness won't be able to get matched by what Tom Brady's running out there right now. Because that is, as good as their defense is, their offense is pretty terrible. It's unbelievable, Jen and, and it's mainly due to injuries. But I don't know how many people are getting back. You know, oh, so
0: yeah, I'm waiver wired. Jen and uh, Eddie went over the co- like uh, Jacoby Brissett his numbers so far after three weeks better than <laughs> like four hall of fame quarterbacks, all the top seven right. that you would do except for like Lamar Jackson. It's, has got, it's unbelievable. Uh, all right, let's, let's take a quick break and then we'll do our award winning pop of the week. When we return. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. pop of the
1: week. Underdog
0: check. You know how it works. I don't even have to explain it to you. Uh, an underdog of plus 150 or better to win the game outright. Who are you going with? Well, this sucks because I don't
3: like to do what you're going to do, but there are really no other reasonable uh, options out there. I'm taking the same team you are. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Uh, all
0: right. I have no choice. There's, I, My options are too limited. This is down from 170. It's 158 right now. Yeah, it's a hard left turn for me because I feel like I have the Lions as my pup of the week, um, you know, three out of every four weeks. And they'll be entertaining as always. But I think 158 is a nice number for Geno and the Seahawks. It's, it's a couple of weeks ago, Martin. We were talking about how Detroit hadn't been favored in one. And one and won as a favorite in like 12 years or something. I'm not completely there with them yet. Seattle fights hard. They had a real good chance to go two and one, as did the Lions. I think this one's closer. Worth jumping on the plus one fifty eight. Which way are you going?
2: I'm definitely not taking Seattle. I think the I think the Seahawks <laughs> are the worst team in football. If we
0: all have Seattle. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that. Yeah, I, I I can't disagree. I disagree with you guys. Pretty hefty on that one. Hmm, okay. I'm split. I'm torn. I'm torn right now between taking the Texans over the Chargers and Fine. taking the Jets over the Steelers.
1: Uh-huh. I'm
2: thinking that I'm gonna go. I don't You know what? Me and Will Blackman are, are Davis, we're on the Davis Mills train. They're gonna be able to run the ball. Uh the Chargers are missing like every single pro why one not? that they've ever had. Yeah. And Justin Herbert only had he has less ribs than Eve from the Bible. So I'm going <laughs> with uh I'm going with the Texas. They went to Mark It's in Houston,
0: that game? No, I just uh where is that game? It's in Houston. That game is yep. Yeah, it's in Houston. Okay, go And ahead. they whipped the,
3: yeah. the for what it matters Davis Mills and Company whipped Justin Herbert and Company yeah, they last did. late last season. So if you like that trend, very quickly, the two fishy lines I threw out that I that just weren't juicy enough to jump on. How are the Panthers giving any pro football team points whether it's in Charlotte or otherwise? The Cardinals are actually uh uh getting a point and a half. And the other funny one um to me is the uh um the, the Browns only giving a point to the Falcons. Those are both fishy lines. I'd love to take the yeah, Falcons, but weird. it's not juicy enough to transcend Good the
0: ones to plus 50. Falcons 3 and 0 against the spread, right? They're the other uh 3 and 0 team I've, with the Eagles. Yeah.
2: I've taken both the uh Falcons and the Cardinals and actually did an all bird parlay, Falcons Cardinals with their yeah. money lines because I think both of those teams are going to win outright. Right. Like the I, this is wrong team favored. Yeah. Those lines are fishier than the 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 odor M from uh, Spaghetti's <laughs> head, right there. I think so. Where
0: is Spaghetti? Is that a wedding? He, he went passed to a away. with a fish on he, his head. <laughs> no, he got he got salmonella,
3: and he passed away from complications. Got, That's th- it, salmonella. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'll
2: I'll think. Uh, <laughs> is this? Uh, I was gonna say, is this one of those? Uh, this might be a two American thing. But do you guys eat, or have you guys known people to eat spaghetti with fish? Oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What? Clams, okay.
2: spaghetti and I, clams, no, I didn't know. paella. Oh come on! No, like 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 spaghetti with like fried catfish or fried like, and it would be like uh, that'll be not
0: like that. But there are, uh, I don't know, spaghetti and clams, right? What else?
2: Linguine, some clams, scrimps, clams, stuff like some that?
3: scrimps in there with yeah. your
2: red sauce. Linguine nah, is nice. I, other seafood pieces, sure. I'm talking about fish, like the same fish that we saw on top of Eddie's head. Oh, I see. No, that type of fish, like no, a fried, really. like, you know, it's like a fried fish with your spaghetti. No. Yes. All right, listen. We gotta go. Uh, the judge chase is on.
0: Crap! I had it at plus four fifty. I was looking good for him to not hit sixty two. Now Caesars has that at nine to one because he hit sixty one. Uh, triple crown. Yes, is minus. Yeah, Shack, you missed it by a day. Shaq, is uh, the yes is minus one sixty. He and Arias are both at three thirteen. I don't know. I might take, I, I'm just everything against judge. I'm stupid. Big Mets, Braves <laughs> series coming up. Good luck Big contest on extrapoints.com slash arcade. You got to the pick them. You got the prop quiz. Do it all. Uh, lemon pepper, parlay, Martin, you and will Blackman, right? Another very good episode. Oh, yeah. Good times. And, uh,
2: it started out a little contentious, but we,
0: uh, <laughs> we battled through. I wanted to start and end contentious. That's how I want all the podcasts to be on this <laughs> network. Shaq, minus three, got Kevin Hedge coming today, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, he's he's up to his usual Boston sports fan jive of, of talking about oh, how stop. Mac Jones or who, Brian Hoyer and the Patriots now wouldn't be able to be Tulsa head-to-head. I don't even know what his proclamations are. They're nonsense. Thank goodness I was there, there to set him straight. Listen to it.
0: Megan fun of sports. Um, you got the Megans weighing in on all funny things, sports related, and you got waiver wired, covered in glory against all odds. Coming up, we'll go over the Thursday night game props, first touchdown and all the Friday uh, weekend games as well. Baby face, you want to say something before we sign off?
2: No, I just, uh, if Eddie didn't have a tough enough week, I-, I love that. He missed, he would want everyone to know that he missed home run number 61. Yeah. Because he wanted the car at six thirty, Jada got it at six fifteen. Sure enough, at six sixteen, he okay. hit the, he hit the home run. God bless him! Eddie. Oh, poor Jada!
0: Oh boy, poor Jada! Wow, <laughs> it's not fun for her. He did guarantee. Right, he
3: guaranteed he's never watching sports again if the Bears beat the Giants. So now we all have something Ooh. to root for.
0: <laughs> it, it's funny, on text, he said he didn't even care if they lost to the Jets. No, I uh, know. It's weird. If the Cabaret, Well, he uh, also says, all says all he doesn't
3: care about individual honors like uh, home run crowns. But That's then true. he was upset about Aaron Judge. So I don't know.
0: That's true. Exactly. <laughs> all right. That'll do it for another episode of Extra Points. A reminder out there to everyone you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites.